Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 255. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the Southwest Sampler, or otherwise known as Andrea Blake. And she was so great to have into the show because she is someone who is really popping off in the Valley these days, and she has got your go-to places for the weekend, any kind of things that you want to sample or try out that is new to Arizona. She's your girl to go check out on social media. So we were so glad to have her in our podcast studio and just to get to know her a little bit better. We always try and understand our guests on another level. So we hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, Again, we always link their bios on down below. And so you can go check out her YouTube channel, which I suggest because it's really her personally as like a normal, like just like really um, long lengths of her, which is really great. And then you can also go check her out on TikTok talk, which is just kind of your quick how-to, go-to guides. Um, So again, go check out all those links below. On top of that, that'll just lead us right into our business. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media is under Finding Arizona Podcast. So please come by, check us out, tell us who you want in next, and we will try and get them on the show. Last but not least, least is our patreon page patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast where you can sign up for one of our tiers and then that'll help us in return and you will also get bonus content on top of that go check out our uh finding arizona's special podcast for patreon it is called fine examination 50 questions where we fill up with fun with our guests every week and so we always try and have them go through these questions because they're fun they're easy and then gives them a sense of you know who we are we're just trying to have a good time we're just trying to be friends with them so it's really fun to get them to answer those questions um and then this will lead us into my favorite part of the intro is our community corkboard. So let's say if you have something going on in the community and you want someone to shout it out, or if you want to just, you know, tell people that you have an event that you think people should go check out, this is the place to go do it. So send us a line over at findingarizonapodcast at gmail.com. We will set up an intro like this and we will get you guys a shout out like the following events. And I actually only have one for you this week and it is actually taking place Saturday, uh, September 19th and it is always at my favorite place, the Botanical Gardens. This event is called Dog Days at the Garden. So this is for you early risers. They're opening the park up from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and the last person will be admitted at 8.30 a.m. And you can bring your little four-legged loved ones to roam around the beautiful garden and cactus and just like it's a really beautiful place for not only humans but for dogs. They will have water stations but they always ask you guys to bring your own bowls, leashes, and doggy bags. We hope that you guys check this one out. We are trying to make it out there but I have no guarantees as always with COVID going on. I just I want to do my part to stay safe and stay indoors. So I'm doing everything I can 
can, but I always want to shout out local events. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. It was fun for me to sit down with her. She was a great person to get to know, and I think that she has something really cool. We are only one people, like one group, one individual podcast that is showing you the best of the Southwest, and especially here in Arizona. So go check out her blog and page and give her just a check out just to kind of see what she has to offer. So this is episode number 255 with Southwest Sampler, Andrea Blake. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a convo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out the, what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Do I need headphones or anything? No, I think you get it. Okay. I mean, you're pretty, like most people tell me no anyway, so I'm okay. so used to people telling me no on the microphones that I just like forget it, let them do. Cool. Is this close it. enough? Yes. yes okay, it cool. Is, actually. Thank you Sounds for asking. Good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone special every week into these doors, and today is no different. You may um, know her as the Southwest Sampler. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Andrea. 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 You got Dang it, though. No, I'm so like, close. Like I said, Andrea. though, as long as you get Andrea and not Amanda, I'm happy. Gucci. Or Andrea yeah. or whatever it is, I am Andrea. happy. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. because <laughs> It's I, the Mexican in you. Yes. Andrea. Uh, Andrea. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Okay. I'm going to get it. But uh, welcome. Please, please give us a little bit of... Uh, what you've been up to mm-hmm. as far as like the change in COVID and like kind of like we ask everyone now is like, how have you been through the pandemic? What are your kind of like, are you staying home safe? And what have, what has things been like for you? So for me, originally, I was trying to stay home, stay safe because I didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that, however, I will be honest, messed with my mental like health all around. Yeah. So even though I was still trying to get out and about and go hiking and like work out outside, like it really just got to me because I'm used to being like going to coffee shops, even to work on my laptop or going out for a cocktail, just like the little things that you do day to day. Yeah. However, um, now with the shutdown kind of opening back up, mm-hmm. um, I am taking day trips. So we just went up to Payson like this last Monday. Nice. So even though things aren't open as much, it's still a lot of fun because you're still getting out a little bit more. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of day trips, um, keeping busy with the different clients, having new clients all the time. Um, I actually just worked with Dos Equis, so I can finally say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> worked with Dos Equis. And funny enough, the more I realize, like, let me take that sentence back. 
So <laughs> during this entire experience of the shutdown and COVID, yeah. I've actually been getting more opportunities That's for great. clients. So it's worked out for me very well. And is it kind of like, would you say they're your atypical clients or did you have to kind of like stretch for this extensive period of time? So in the beginning, I noticed that a lot of people were wanting um, home type like makeup, you know, skincare like that. So I did reach out to Glossier, who I now work with. So I was definitely like playing the game. However, somehow, like I said, like Dos Equis, for instance, like, I don't know how they found me. I don't know what happened, but like, it's clients like that, that are already in my niche, I guess, that are starting to reach out more. So I've been working with all kinds of different clients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, I've seen and kind of done my research as far as, you know, kind of, you know, looking you up a little mm-hmm. bit and kind of doing my deep dive, which I do with everybody, of course, but it's just kind of who I am is once I, once you're on the list, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just kind of like, I hone in on people too, like mm-hmm. their business and stuff. So it's kind of interesting to kind of have you here in person because you do do a wonderful job editing all Thank of your you. things together. So <laughs> Thank you. I want to also state that you do your own editing I as do well. It. Yes. So I'm kind of jealous because that's yeah. where we are right now is that element of we're documenting our lives mm-hmm. specifically with the pregnancy and just kind of like where we're at as far as our lifestyle and mm-hmm. what we've been doing with the podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit intrigued on how you got started with that. But before mm-hmm. I get into that, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the question that we typically ask, used to ask everyone before the pandemic was, can you give us a little bit of your origin story? Because I know it from doing the research and mm-hmm. listening to the most uh, recent podcast mm-hmm. you did, which was a side of Mayo. Shout out to those guys. Yes. Um, but I want to get that on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Give us a little bit of your origin story and how you got started. So origin story on, okay, I am so bad at vocabulary. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. Don't worry about it. Just give us like something simple because I know from your, your the way that you guys talked about mm-hmm. it, it made it sound like you had to get away for a little bit before kind of going back into what you loved and what you're interested in. Yeah. So where it all started, my business, mm-hmm. um, it started five years ago. Um, I moved to Tucson, Arizona for about a year, just trying to get away, just trying to find myself. And through doing that, I was an esthetician for seven years. Wow. And which is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, I love it. So it never was an issue. And also just as a side Mm -hmm. note, you get a lot of interesting people coming in through your doors and kind of like what you hear and what you get feedback wise as far as stories and everything like that. A lot. When I'm doing aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's for sure. So I imagine that's where some of kind of the peak interest of like, oh, I went here recently or I went to this place recently. That's exactly what it was. So seeing I could see up to 24 people in a six hour shift. Right. Yeah. So by realizing how many people didn't know what I was talking about or they wanted to know where I was. And all of a sudden it became this like whenever I would get to see them, they were like, where'd you go this weekend? Like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. So it was really fun to like interact and actually understand that people want to know these things. Yeah. And through that, I started a blog. The blog was called AndreaBlake.online because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) And Andrea Blake was already taken. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. AndreaBlake.online, right? So I had that for about maybe a year to two years. And finally, I came up with the name Southwest Sampler. Mm -hmm. And the name comes from me personally. Whenever I go out to eat, whenever I go out to drink, I like to sample anything and everything I can. Yeah. And I'm in the Southwest. So I was like, you know what? It's a very catchy name. Yeah. Just two things that roll right off the tongue. And I have to admit, you've done everything from... You know, the edits to, Mm -hmm. you know, doing your own kind of like the photography Mm -hmm. that you choose. 
I know from what I've heard from the other podcast was you basically most of the times it's you, but yeah. it's like you bring a photographer and you ask for just the raw edits because you want yes. to edit it down yes. to your thing. So your that style. is that's the thing is within finding photographers that work for me, I have to have the photographers that know my angles. Yeah. I also have to have photographers that are willing to give me the raw footage yeah. or the raw edit because there are some that that's their work. They don't want me to mess with it. So mm-hmm. I do have a select few that I work with and yeah, over time, honestly, I learned how to do editing on photo mm-hmm. and video via Final Cut yeah. within this last year. Well, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. really great. That's yeah. really like, you know, was that you just kind of like chugging it out on yeah. YouTube videos oh, and things like yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I was all over YouTube. Yeah. Like all over YouTube. That's what I did for fun. That's what I still do for fun just to like, you know, learn more. Yep. In fact, people always ask like how I learned and I didn't go to school for any of this at all. And you just kind of you know, learn by doing. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it's funny, if you look back at one of my first YouTube videos, it is, I looked at it the other day. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Just your worst side of yourself. Yes. And and that's what I'm trying not to do right now, especially Mm -hmm. with my own edits. It's just one of those things. It's like, I'm trying to just stay like, you know, no, like no one's great. Their first like 10 videos. Totally. So I'm just like, okay, we're just throwing a lot of content to the wall, just throwing, making splatter, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out what our style is and everything like that. And so you'll figure it out. Like yeah, mine is changing all the time. time. Yeah. All the time. Like, in fact, during COVID, mm-hmm. like, well, it still is COVID, but you know, during the shutdown of everything where yeah. we had to stay home, my content was changing so much because I had the time to sit down and unfortunately overthink everything. Yeah. So my content was changing like crazy And now that I feel a lot more myself again, I finally feel like I've found the content that I love to create. That's really good. And Mm -hmm. that's so it's it's such a peak interest for some people who are kind of like right now wanting Mm -hmm. to do the exact same thing where Mm -hmm. it's like, I have this niche or something that I'm very interested in. How do I hone in on that piece? And how do I kind of curate certain things or try to make certain things for that available content like they want to just do that and Mm -hmm. i would like to ask you if you could give us a little bit of background on your equipment now that we're kind of like talking about some of the background behind the scenes sort of stuff what are you rocking these days as far as like camera so the camera i have actually have with me um to be honest with you I got this as a birthday present totally fine and i don't know it says sony it says five one zero zero okay this sounds awful i should know where this is i should know what this is but i actually think we have the exact same one it might be oh wait really mirrorless camera i love this thing yeah in fact i'll i'll post about it too but awesome yeah i love this thing so i got this as a birthday gift maybe three years ago Mm -hmm. and i didn't know how to use it i didn't know what to do with it so i never did use it i literally picked it up last year when i went to the ondas resort I made a YouTube video. Yeah. That was my first YouTube video ever. Okay. And since then, I've just been like, now I know exactly how to use it. I love this camera, but I will admit it's for vlogging for sure. Gotcha. So those of you that are wanting to learn how to vlog, this camera is phenomenal. What would you say is the, I guess, the the main component that you use most or the most used 
thing about this camera that kind of like stands out from the rest that makes it a vlog. So it has a flip up screen. Okay. So you can do flip up and see exactly, you can pretty much do a selfie mode on it. Okay. Yeah. So you can see exactly what you're videoing and it's not a side flip. It's a front flip. So if you're looking at yourself in the camera, it doesn't look like you're looking off to a screen. Oh, to the left or to the right. It looks direct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. 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 Well, I'm just curious because I mean, everyone's kind of different. And so how they approach certain things, I know certain guys like to use DSLRs and all that nonsense of like, huge cameras that kind of have these incredible like depth ranges and stuff like that. oh yeah like, you can easily just get you know a mirrorless camera dslr or something even as far as your phone too sometimes. oh god so i use my phone so much lately <laughs> yeah. i'm not even kidding you like especially now with tiktok and reels on instagram yep. it i was actually saying that earlier today because i had a photo shoot earlier today and i ended up using my phone for half of it because mm-hmm. i had to make video as well and I'm starting to realize, even though I have this amazing camera, people want raw stuff. Yeah. They want it to be quick, raw, easy. They want to just see it. They want that immediate satisfaction. Is that what you're seeing more and more with the kind of content or the people coming DMing you yes. and things like that? Yes. Okay. For sure. And I think it's um, because of TikTok. Yeah. TikTok is very, very like quick. in your face, quick, done. Yeah. You like you get a quick laugh or you get a quick like experience and then you're like, all right, on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So I've noticed that a lot. So I've been using my phone a lot. Okay. I get it. I get <laughs> it. Although, well, I wanted to ask you too, is now that we're getting into it is because I kind of, I don't feel, I feel like I miss the TikTok wave or mm-hmm. I kind of miss the approach of that. Mm-hmm. That's like now that Reels is out and now that these two things are competing and kind of the behind the scenes for those at this time who don't know, TikTok is in a uh, lawsuit through the U.S. government. And it's kind of up in the air whether or not they're going to be either bought out by an American company like Walmart right now is kind of helping out another is considering helping out the main competitor to buy out TikTok as an American company. I know this stuff because I'm really into tech and things like that. <laughs> I don't know why I should be somewhere else on the podcast realm. But anywho, I just love that kind of stuff behind the scenes stuff. But it's like right now, TikTok's up in the air. And so with Reels kind of like where it's at right now, especially wanting to hone in on letting Instagram kind of be the forefront of how we mass produce all of our content out there as far as a business goes. What I need to ask you as your professional opinion, <laughs> what do you kind of think would be the best source to spend our time investing in? Is that would be reels or would you think it would be TikTok, especially right now being where it's at? To be honest with you, I would, what I do is I go on to TikTok. I create my TikTok. Mm-hmm. I then video screen, video screen, video record the TikTok itself. Okay. And that way I can then use that and push it on over to the real same exact TikTok, same exact everything. So I would suggest just to save your own balls, <laughs> do both of them. Okay. Um, what I've realized with reels is they are not getting nearly as many eyes on them as TikTok gotcha. is. So here's the deal. As long as TikTok is here, utilize it. Because you're going to get so many people on that page that are going to see you and you can then direct them to your Instagram. Yeah. So I would highly recommend utilizing TikTok as much as you can, but also saving those videos so that you can use them on the reels for later. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds perfect because I'm just kind of like, you know, debating on like, what do I invest that time in? Mm -hmm. You know, because it is such a particular um, space, especially Mm -hmm. with social media being what it is, is I want to invest in a time where I'm, you know, I now like, again, 
it's coming out of a pandemic. So now is our time to utilize the extra time that mm-hmm. we have as far as not working, you know, not I'm working from home. So it's mm-hmm. like not working in an office space. Like what can I utilize my time to the best value um, to try and make this work and try and get us out there a little bit more? Oh, man. Oh, that's a tough one. Because like you said, TikTok may get banned. Yeah. You know, it's up in the air. Yeah. It is up in the air. That's why I would suggest doing both of them. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. Like, because as soon as you make that TikTok, it's as easy as literally screen recording it mm-hmm. and then just blasting it out on the other page, you know, because it's no, it's not really any extra work. However, yeah. as far as right now goes, you will get so many more eyes on you gotcha. on TikTok. Hedge yeah. your bets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. Um, so as we're kind of approaching a little bit more of like, you know, what's been going on as far as coming out of pandemic area and pandemic time and just being able to kind of open the doors a little bit more. What have you been noticing, especially as far as the community wise, um, that's been kind of either different or of a Mm -hmm. healthy change that you've seen kind of in your professional opinion? I mean, you are a little bit more out there and more Mm -hmm. kind of because I need to be going out a little bit more now that I realize doors are opening and things mm-hmm. are starting to roll out a little bit more. I've started to realize I need to be doing maybe just a little bit more handshake and networking and no- noticing the restaurants that are opening and yeah, you know, uh, breweries and things like that. It's interesting. The more I've been going out, the more I realize it's, I don't know if it's just my mindset, but it's not that different. Okay. The only difference with it is we have to wear a mask. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I've noticed. Okay. Obviously, be respectful of... I hug everybody all the time. I hugged you when I came in. Yeah. You have to kind of read the room. Like for some sure, people, sure. if you go in for a hug, they're like, oh, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely read the room. But I am... I don't know. Again, it's just my mindset. I think I just, I love interaction. I love being around people. So the only thing I've noticed is, is just that, the mask. (laughs) That's all I've really noticed. I'm sure there's a lot more going on. Okay. Yeah. But that's what I've really paid attention to. Um, Then again, a lot of the restaurants, hotels, everything that I work with, I'm very close with those people. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're more welcoming to have me come in and like, just be there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good that they can trust you to come in and just do the things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really great that they're like so close to you like that. Because I'm I, so happy about that. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I've kind of noticed a little bit more, especially with the with the bloggers that we deal with is kind of that personal touch, especially mm-hmm. with working with other like resorts and things like that, that I've noticed in our community, as far as like Arizona goes, mm-hmm. that closeness and that touch of like personal touch that goes in a yeah. way. That's what I love about it is all the people that I work with, all the business owners, mm-hmm. that's why I work with them. They're just such awesome people, you yeah. know? And it's kind of like, I don't know, like we help each other. Like I love working with them, Good. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of curious too. Um, one of the questions that we typically ask people is where was that first aha moment for you? Because I know that you had the discussion on when you when you started to get paid for Mm -hmm. your advertisement or for your work and things Mm -hmm. like that but i'm kind of curious of where was that first moment for you that like this is working this is something that i can easily turn into my career or something that i do daily it's mainly when people started dming me asking me a ton of questions and asking me like do you have any codes for this do you have anything going on you know yeah um which is an interesting question as well 
And that's because to this day, I still surprise myself. <laughs> like, not even kidding. Of, it still, still, kind of, still hits yeah, me. Like, cool. I am not kidding you. Like, I was at, like I said, I was at a place right before this. Yeah. Getting content and getting paid to do that. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I think I'm just so happy and in love with the life I have created for myself that every moment like that, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm Blown like, this away. is so cool. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you because being able to do what we do here, especially at the podcast, is incredible for us to kind of do the community work that we do and the kind of the events that we do with, especially uh, Cards on the Table. We actually met each other through a mutual friend, Mascal Carreño, mm-hmm. and they did a Zoom call event that was kind of like a bingo sort yeah. of thing. And, and uh, that's where we met you, and uh, that's where kind of like, I think that's where the the putting your guard down and letting yourself be exposed for a few hours at a time or just kind of letting go and just having fun. And yeah, things like that. I think that was for us. That was like that moment there. And it kind Good. of showed our, our wild side or showed. What yeah, we I definitely at. saw you guys. Yeah, yes. we, were, we were having a good time. And we still do like that. That Zoom element is just different. So we mm-hmm. had to like, I don't know, it was just kind of a different feeling. But I love doing things like that. I love trying things for the first time. So the great thing about what we do is we get to interact. And I know um, just off the top of my head, you just posted about working with Hot Air Express. Yeah. Hot oh, Air Expeditions. Yes, yes. And we did a podcast with them. Oh, how fun. They're incredible sisters. That's awesome. They are incredible owners and sisters. That's awesome. So it was incredible that, that you got to like experience. And now knowing that like we've crossed paths with people. Yeah. So it's incredible to know that that community is still so strong out there. It's funny you say all this because I actually heard about you guys through Eric with um, Tap That AZ. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. <laughs> yes. He's incredible. He's a great he guy. He is. I love him. And actually, we were, we're still in the works to do some things um, that are going to be kind of like a paid release thing mm-hmm. sort of thing. We're, we're still working it out, but it's like, I love Eric and what he does mm-hmm. and how passionate he is about everything that he's like a nerd about like yeah. beer like oh, who yeah. else makes beer book with like I small freaking breweries. love that book yes it's so incredible like, like the history behind it just to read through it and kind of like breeze through this incredible story of like people coming together that are just interested in such great things like beer and things like that so it's like I enjoy that he is a lover of just connecting people and networking and I just agree. So passionate about what he does. So. He's very helpful. Yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> he's just a joy to like talk to. He he's is. Just a, totally. He's just a fun guy to hang out with. He's catching like he is that guy, that quintessential guy you want to get a beer with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I'm kind of curious too, as far as your you know, experience and what you've been through, mm-hmm. what has been kind of a challenge that most people don't hear about or don't understand when it comes to your business? Um, flat out on the table, mm-hmm. everyone, not everyone, not everyone. Uh, however, many people, they'll say like, Oh my God, you're so lucky. Oh, you just get this all for free. Oh, that must be so easy. I could do that. Oh, I should just reach out to them. That should be super easy. It's like, no, bitch. Like, <laughs> this is hard work. I pour my heart and soul into this. Yes. I, like, this is, like, I, this is my, lo- like, the love of my life. Like, yeah. this is my thing. I work so hard at it. Seven days a week. There's no days off. But that's the thing is I don't mind that because this is what I want to do for myself. It's not work. It's a passion. Yeah. So it's like every day that you're doing it, it's not like, oh, I got to go and do this, like, no. job. Or, no. No. It's, it's just something that 
just a part of your day, essentially. It's exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's in my schedule. Dude, it fuels me. Yeah. Like when I wake up, I know you're not supposed to check your phone immediately when you wake up, but I do. And it's fun because like I'll get emails that come in and I don't know, like I'm constantly checking my phone because the emails will come in and mm-hmm. it's just so exciting to see like, oh my God, this client wants to work with me now, this person now. However, I will give you this. There are some days, you know, being an entrepreneur, I guess you could say, there are really high days mm-hmm. and there's really low days. Gotcha. So the high days are when you're getting those emails, you're super jazzed, you're like, hell yeah, I just got this client. <laughs> the low days are when no one's emailing you back. No one is contacting you. You're trying to get a a restaurant for your newsletter and Mm. nobody's getting back. It's just like, okay, I'm a POS, you know? (laughs) Yes, yes. I definitely feel those moments where I'm just like, come on, no one wants Nobody? Nobody? (laughs) Nobody. Nobody? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Okay, we're failures. We're never going. Exactly. And it's just like, it's just one of those days that you have. Like nothing is going wrong, you know, but it's just those days that you have. That's the only struggle I can give you. Yeah. Those hard days where you're getting no's and just like it's really reaming you. Mm -hmm. It's yes. Those are the days that I really, really just want to just, you know, it's hard to say, but it's like you want to quit sometimes. Yeah. It's like this is hard. Dude, there's been there not recently, but there have been so many times that I have asked myself if am I even cut out for this? Mm -hmm. Is this even something I could see myself doing? Yeah. And Obviously, the next day, it's like, those are when the emails come in and you're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, the other question I'm kind of curious, too, being that you are on social media a lot. And Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you find that time of balance of like, you have to step away from the phone and step away from the screen and things like that? How do you find those balance, especially being so interwoven with your outside time is considered Mm -hmm. work time, Mm -hmm. sort of speak? So it is kind of guide us through that. I actually used to have trouble with that. So Monday through Friday, I would post, I'd get everything set up. And then on the weekends, I'd turn my phone on airplane mode. So I would still be getting content. However, I wouldn't have my phone on. Yeah. And so nothing would be coming through, you know. Mm -hmm. And on Mondays, I would turn my phone back on and I would get anxiety attacks. I would get like, no joke. Like I would start bawling because it had all this stuff coming in. Jeez. Oh God. And it was, it was religiously. It was just like. Uh, like the second I would turn on my phone, my heart would like start what, pounding. Is that like a Sunday night sort of or a Monday morning? It's more of a Sunday night, Monday morning. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was just like Mondays were just like, here we go, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, however, through learning that that wasn't working for me, I quickly switched that. So now I have learned for myself to be in the moment, mm-hmm. post when I want to post sure. or save it for later. Gotcha. Yeah. So... And it's real. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it is you because for, for people like us who are in control of that content and like I'm the same way where I'm just like there are days where I wish I posted more. And there mm-hmm. are days where I'm just like, I, I it, I'm giving you guys all I have. Yeah. Like, I'm you, oh, yeah. I'm giving you everything that I have. And I just I don't have any more. Yep, <laughs> I know. I have those days where you may see my story completely blank for an entire day. Yeah. And guess what? That's the day. I chose to be in the moment on my own. I don't want to give you content at that point because yeah. this is my uh, mindset. This is my, not mindset, uh, mental health moment. Yeah, like I need sure. to get away a little bit. So I've definitely learned like to understand myself and my thoughts, mm-hmm. like my emotions. 
okay, am I feeling this right now? No, don't post. It's not a big deal. Not everybody's waiting for you to post. Like, <laughs> yeah. calm down. Let me yeah. ask you this. What was the kind of key to learning that kind of technique or just learning that about yourself is learning like, like who, like no one's waiting for you to post. Like how mm -hmm. long into your twenties did you have to? Jeez. <laughs> I honestly started getting into that mindset maybe a year ago. Okay. Yeah. And of course, you know, during COVID, the shutdown, yeah. um, that was really hard for me because all of us were at home all the time. So people were constantly posting. Yeah. And it really made me feel like I said, I had a lot of time on my hands. So And as an extrovert, <laughs> like you're an extrovert, let's be honest. Yeah. You're an extrovert <laughs> like I am, too. And I'm like, I, you know, I feel the same way. I'm like staring at the same wall, mm -hmm. you know, working from home, working mm -hmm. from the office, like just staring at the same wall and screen. And just doing the things, but you know, there's as an extrovert, you want to be out and doing certain yeah. things or being out and interacting with certain, like just being interactive. Definitely, it was hard. Oh yeah, it was I, really hard. It's still kind of hard for me because now I'm realizing like it's going to be a little bit more like that because uh, I have a baby coming along mm -hmm. the way. So it's like you know, there's there's I'm pretty sure I'll it'll click as soon as the baby's you know in my world of like oh this is my focus, this is my everything. It's just like right now I'm like. I'm coming out of a pandemic. I want to be interactive. I oh, wanna, yeah. Congratulations, I, by the way. Thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate that. That does me. And so here's the other thing, too, is like I know other podcasters that are like, dude, let's do a dad podcast or like let's let's do something like that where it's just like, you know, we're spending all this time and this is now a part of our lives. Mm -hmm. Let's like spend some time talking about it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm down. Let's do it. You want to like, do it? I, I'm, I'm very interested. Do like, it. Yeah, I'm very interested because. Again, I haven't spent too much time really sitting down and focusing on the mm -hmm. fact that, like, I'm going to be a dad. I just, like, yeah. I get so caught up in, like, videotaping the content mm -hmm. that we want to share about the baby. And, like, I get so wrapped up in it that I'm, like, I'm not, I sometimes realize, like, I'm having this, like, we're having this baby. We're, it's coming from us. This is us, the family that's involved. And we're kind of like the cleavers. Sort I always of thought it was interesting with the guy because the woman is carrying it. She feels mm, it. She yeah. knows what's going on. The guy's just kind of like lollygagging all over the place. Like, yep. I don't know. And then it's born and the guy's like, holy shit. <laughs> well, it's like that element, too, of like, you know, we're not experiencing the growth and we're not experiencing, but we want to experience something and we want to feel like we're there or mm -hmm. interacting and so there's that mindset of, for me at least, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm dad. So where's my level of consciousness with this, with this newborn? And like, how do I, you know, do like accept certain things and accept being a father and like, like I'm going to be a dad. Like mm -hmm. that sort of is right where I'm at right now because she's starting to grow the belly and mm -hmm. I'm starting to like, you know, real, like it's becoming more and more real every day. So is there anything you'd like to change about? about your lifestyle or yourself prior to the prior, baby prior to the baby i think i would like to be a little bit more organized i'll be honest yeah, there you I, go. I really do wish i had some more time to build things because mm -hmm. i like i like building my own stuff and mm -hmm. like be, being able to be handy so you know i want to build the baby room up a little bit more so but that takes power tools and that's just the whole oh my gosh thing. <laughs> yeah so there's like you a got some time <laughs> yeah so the organizing part is more of like uh, a thing that i want to work on but the being handy part is more of like a selfish like i want the baby to feel like it's in a house that's homey and yeah like, definitely like at home so definitely yeah 
Uh, there's a lot of things I want to do. So that's... You got uh, some time. So yes, that's good. exactly. And you know what? The other great thing about doing the podcast is I have time to... Uh, this is my outlet. This is the way mm-hmm. I kind of like uh, de-stress a little bit because yeah. it's a way for me to let you know my consciousness out and talk to mm-hmm. people and kind of interact with people. So thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're kind of like in the middle and this is... I wish Britt was here to kind of, because she usually does her big question. And okay. it's, it's a real helpful part because it comes from um, the point of view of a female and things like okay. that. And so really, I she's busy working on emails and things for behind the scenes. Ooh. But so <laughs> here's my kind of big question is kind of as you become bigger in the realm of the social media game, how do you kind of give yourself a reality check of like, you know, you know, I'm not like you said, I'm not everyone's not waiting for me to post and things like that. How do you kind of give yourself a level mind? You know, it's funny because I had I had no reason to act this way. But about I want to say like four years ago when I had first started this, mm-hmm. I had the mindset of, well, if they want to work with me, they'll reach out because they can find me. And I was like, you're not that important. You know that, right? Yes. Yes. You have to have that conversation with you. So yes. at one point. So I had the conversation. And quickly after that is when people started to want to work with me. Because I realized it wasn't about me being selfish at that point. Mm-hmm. It was about me being willing to open up myself and ask if they wanted to work with me. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, within this business, there's definitely ups and downs of... One minute, again, one minute you may be like, oh my God, I'm so good. This is great. And then the next you're like, well, shit. But overall, I think just checking in with yourself, making sure you're not being a dick to people, just really being your true happy self. I mean, that's all I can really do. Yeah. You know, the second I start to notice that maybe I'm not getting enough clients Mm -hmm. or maybe they aren't wanting to work with me again. Yeah. That's a reality check. Yeah, that's a real reality check because you're losing clients, you're Mm -hmm. losing income and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for that because that really does help me as far as like, as an entrepreneur, other entrepreneurs have those moments. That's a reality in itself is that we do sometimes think we go off the rails and we're like, oh man, I'm doing so great and like all of these things. And that can be a hindrance to us Mm -hmm. by, you know, thinking we're hotter than shit. And it's like, remember where you came from. Yeah, You know, like you still got to keep working, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, don't get a big head. I, I definitely agree with you. And that was the other kind of thing where we've, I have had that moment where I'm like, we're, we're killing it. We're, we got clients, people wanting to come in for days. And then that moment happens where it's like a whole week of people rescheduling or canceling things like that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that person. And I just, once I let go and started to realize like, we're who we are, we're, and, you know, we're we're just who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of space that we want to be in. It's where that level of headedness and that kind of mindset that helped us kind of just feel, you know, like ourselves again. Mm-hmm. And like the idea of who we are as a podcast and things like that. The other thing, um, I agree. And the other thing is I respect people that are humble and not big headed mm-hmm. and when you ask them about their business or what's going on, they are very open with it and they're not being like, oh, I did blah, 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 you know? So that really showcases like, I want to, I want to be humble too, Yeah, you know? For sure. Because clearly if I respect that, others are going to respect that of me too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, 
I want to kind of get into what you've been doing so well with your website, um, because it is a big part of who you are as an entrepreneur is this, this grand kind of encompassment of a blog that you have. Mm -hmm. Like it's all, I mean, again, like you said, it's a sampling of what you're intrigued in and Mm -hmm. it really is. It's, it's not just food. It's not just, you know, uh, exercise and hiking Mm -hmm. and things like that. It's all sorts of things that you've been pushing yourself. I mean, I have to say you've been, pushing yourself outside of the box, so to speak. And you've been pushing yourself to try and do all of these things. So I'm interested in one part is your, um, your paid content, which is the actual like place, like one day sort of weekend trips to page and other um, ideal locations throughout Mm -hmm. Arizona. What made you first, what made you decide to do it the way you did it, which is this kind of uh, pamphlet, mini magazine sort of thing yeah like on my website yeah um so are you talking about the guides yes the guides okay books so i was actually following another influencer Mm -hmm. and she created a guide of like the most photogenic places in la sure and i for myself wanted to create something that matched my my niche i guess you could say yeah so then i started creating guides because i was like people are always asking me like what should i do like give me the itinerary and so finally i was like you know what i'm gonna make these digital guides and they're going to have like the second you purchase one they're only five dollars the second you purchase it had it goes directly to your phone and then from there it has clickable links within the pdf so you don't have to go search for it and do all this like you simply just click on it so yeah totally So I have like everything built into it. So that's kind of where that started. I just wanted to be able to offer something that people would benefit using. I I really do because I was looking at them and you have, I think, four or five of them right now. I have three of them. Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. So I have Monument Valley, Page, Arizona and Hope Arch. Yes. Yes. And I, I just wanted to ask you, too, what made you decide to do? Was it just out of a whim that it was those three or was that kind of like pre-planned on based on something? That was the thing is mainly people kept asking me about Page Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so Page, I believe, was the first one that I created. Okay. And through that, I was on a roll. So I was oh. like, OK, well, I have a lot of content from Monument Valley, which is super close to Page. Yep. So I might as well just make that a bundle. By the way, you guys can get that for free. If you purchase one of the Page Arizona, you also get the Monument Valley guide as a bonus. Um, and then I from there, again, I was just on a roll mm-hmm. and a lot of people have not heard of Hope Arch. So I decided to create that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Man, yeah. it's <laughs> really, really great that you kind of like it was a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like great just going to one place mm-hmm. and then saying, hey, this is this other place right next door. Yep. Let's grab some content there. And then kind of like then it's, you know, snowballed into, well, let's do another one. Which is thing. funny because Hope Arch is right next to Monument Valley, too. Yeah. So they're all next to each other. Yeah, it's all I just happen to create spots. it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I asked that because, you know, I grew up out that way. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm In Chinle? Uh, Hopi Reservation. Okay, got yeah. it. So that's where my mom's family is from. Nice. And so that's where I went to high school and like, that's where I kind of spent most of so my So you're not Mexican. Time. I'm Puerto Rican on my dad's oh. side. So my parents met in the military. I grew up um, from ages three to like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then my parents um, decided to move back to the res to mm-hmm. kind of teach us culture, my brother and I. And then also to give us a chance at um, earning scholarship money. Through yeah, the so, definitely. Um, that was a 
big picture on their their end mm-hmm. sort of thing. It was just difficult in our situations. Like I just came out of uh, middle school, so I had like all my little friends mm-hmm. and things like that. So I was just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to move. Sort I don't of thing. blame you. And so I do not I had blame to you. Learn and grow that way. So that's that's my life story. I will say I've done I've been through a lot of shit in my life, which a lot of people don't know about because I don't talk about it. Okay. However, all the stuff that I've been through has gotten me to where I am now. Yeah. So I'm thankful for those things. Anything that you just like. What has been? Let's let's just kind of pick at one of them. I won't I won't scratch too hard. Mm-hmm. What is one kind of I guess one takeaway from just growth in those things? Like, mm-hmm. what is one piece of advice you could tell your younger self? I would say, this is cliche, but to be honest with you, everything happens for a reason. People come into your lives for a reason, whether it's one day, one year, five years. Yeah. Um. That's for a long time. I was a little bit bitter towards my family for what I'd been through. Mm-hmm. However, now I realize that I had to go through that to become who I am today, to become independent, to become yeah. um, literally who I am, you for know. Sure. And for a long time there, I like I said, I was bitter towards them. But if you just simply look at it from a different mindset mm. and realize that there's positive out of everything then it's a lot easier to forgive and understand that you're in a really good place. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a great piece of advice. I Mm -hmm. feel like we, you know, we take for granted um, a lot of things, especially now. I mean, I have seen the, the, the worst thing that I've been through is that my grandmother and my aunt both caught COVID. And so that's kind of like been the worst of it. But I have seen families from people that we've grown up with on the res, you know, lose family members and things like that. And it's just, it's tough. It's tough because, you know, you want to be there, you want to make things different or things like that. But this disease or this, you know, you know, situation is just like hard for everyone because, Mm -hmm. you know, you could considerably get yourself put at risk and then the people around you at risk as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you try and do what you can by, helping and serving your community the best way you can. But it's like, that's the one thing I've learned is it's, it can be hard sometimes. And we don't take, we don't take, we take for granted the moments that we have with these people. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Just thank you again for being so humble about what you've been through. (laughs) So it's like, it's really great to hear positive stories. I mean, you know, you hear, I've heard a couple of negative, like bad stories throughout being the podcaster Mm -hmm. that I am, but it's just like, it's great to hear people who've, struggled but Mm -hmm. have overcome that struggle sort of thing that's the thing is uh, you can you can sit there and think negative all day Mm -hmm. but guess what it happened so you got to either change your mindset and understand it for the positive Mm -hmm. or be bitter within yourself yeah i think so i'd rather be happy I (laughs) i think that that's an element for runners um or hikers in your case is just like that element of pushing through mm-hmm. certain situations. I can actually totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I run myself actually the canals back oh, here. Yeah. So I just go running out there. Nice. Oh, that'd my, be so nice. I do my three miles with the dog and things like that. And just like go. go that'd for be a long nice. Miles. Yeah, it is incredible. That's one reason why they bought the house. Heck yeah. <laughs> is that I, I was like, I need a place where I can go run. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, I live over by Papago Park. Yeah. So I'll literally leave and run through Papago just nice. having a good old time. I know. It's I've seen so a beautiful. That's yeah. It's really great. It's that you, so nice. Do you like how, what's your typical like run? Run time? time? Well, I mean, run like length. How long do you usually go? I usually go like a total of 40 minutes. Okay. So I'll run for at least 20 minutes and whatever I hit, I yeah. just turn around and keep going. So that's about like three, four miles, depending on how, Probably. how yeah. fast you're going. And things Definitely like that. how fast I'm going. Yeah. There's dude. Okay. So I did this hike called Cactus to Clouds. Oh. It's over. It's a 23 mile one way up straight up a mountain Dang. hike. And I trained for it for three months and I was prepared. At least I thought I was. <laughs> um, it's over in Palm Springs. It's okay. on the San Jacinto Peak in Palm Springs. I could be it. saying that wrong. I apologize if I am. Anyway, so it's called Cactus to Clouds. It's pretty much the deadliest day hike. Wow. around but yeah i can imagine people that. die all the time it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like well it sounds pretty dangerous i mean 23 miles it's very dangerous is, it sounds bad for anyone it's very dangerous in fact if you guys are thinking about doing it please do your research because mm. people die pretty much weekly on this hike because Jeez. there's nobody around to save you there's no water for eight miles you're yeah. screwed so i was training for this hike i finished the hike i did the hike it took me 16 hours wow. okay Typically, um, Tony Swan, Anthony Swan, I went with him. Yeah. He's done it like three or four times. He does it in 10 hours. It took me 16 hours. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so um, going back to running, yeah. um, since that hike, that was a year ago exactly, my knees have been so fucked up. Oh, So wow. messed up. So when I go running now, it is yeah. a little slower, but I'm getting the hang of it. Okay. You know, yeah. my knees are definitely getting better. But man, 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 man. <laughs> no, you're fine. But man, dude. <laughs> Screwed I'm, up my knees. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I mean, I just participated in a virtual 10K. Oh, fun. So I just went out there. I was yeah. Like, Let's go. That's you know, awesome. Was it 5K out and five, like, just Heck little, yeah. little ones? And so I was just like, you know what? I, I love doing, I love that feeling though. I love that feeling of like those longer distance for some reason. I just do better out there with that. And I just enjoy it. Like, that running element teaches you a lot about yourself and a lot about who you are mentally. Mm-hmm. So. That's how I feel about hiking. Yes. That's exactly. why I wanted I to do like- that hike. I was like, I know that I know this is going to be hard. I'm not a dumbass. I know it's going to be hard. Yeah. But I was willing to put myself through that to see if I could do it. You know, <laughs> you came out alive. That's, I did. Like barely. <laughs> How many bags of like the the storage bags did you take with you? Oh gosh. Okay. So when we did that hike, you have to eat a lot of sugar yeah. because you're constantly just like sweating. Yeah. Out. Yeah. So we had Gatorades on each side. Our pack was full of candy, Gatorades, um, a ton of water. Yeah. In fact, when you get up to the, it's like you have five miles left. So when you get up to that. Yeah. End point where you have five miles left. There's finally water. Finally. Wow. So we had to fill everything up and then keep going. I did. I've done a couple of stupid things as far as like hiking goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was at one point I was like at a fitness kind of seminar thing mm-hmm. that was learning from um, some people. But we had time, some downtime and a couple of people at like 
I think five thirty in the afternoon wanted to uh because it was at flag the Murph, oh yeah, yeah the Murph or the what's the mountain Mount Humphreys Humphreys yeah. yes they wanted to do Humphreys yes oh and I was like you guys know it I was like I was the only one hesitant I was like wouldn't it get dark by before yeah. we come back down it's like that seems a little dangerous mm-hmm. but they're like no it'll be fine we'll go straight up and come right back down don't you know that it got dark and dark as fuck mm-hmm. it was really 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 dark and it was like i think we got lost at one point there's and, and we had to backtrack for sure dude there is no i have some pet peeves but a real pet peeve of mine is when people don't research the hike before they go yeah. oh my yeah. fucking gosh like yeah you you <laughs> You'd lose it on some of these. Like, I'm just like, because I know myself. I know how I pace myself. I Uh know, like, my range of, like, if I walk such far, I'll get such far Mm -hmm. distance. Especially if I'm going, like, uphill, I can estimate it. But it's like, if it's a flat, like, how far can I make it in an hour? Like, Mm -hmm. I can tell you, like, it'll probably, an hour, I can probably get five miles or something like that. Yeah, I am the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. When you don't judge it or you don't do the research, you're just like, you're, you are so screwed because it's just like, it's just something that you really should consider. Well, okay. So speaking of Mount Humphreys, I was training on that mountain before that big hike that I did. Yeah. So we got up to the top in record time for ourselves. We got up to the top in one hour and 30 minutes. We were hauling it. Yeah. And on our way back down, we were like, hell yeah, we got this. We're all good. (laughs) And we hit the trailhead right yeah this couple comes up they're they're starting the trail we just ended the trail this couple comes up and they were like um are we almost at the end i'm like girl oh my god you just started okay both me and tony straight up looked at them and we're like, girl, you just, like, you're not even done. Like, this is the yeah. entrance side, <laughs> yeah. lady. Like, you just, you just pointed at like, like, what are you thinking? <laughs> it's people like you. Like, come on. Yeah. It's, it, those are the types of people where it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Darwin's law. Like, you know, it's the stupid people die off first. I'm sorry. It's like, it that's kind of true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, those are the people, it's like, you let them, like, yeah, suffer through it because you didn't do the research. Exactly. That's not on me. Oh, dude, I had to stop hiking Camelback because the amount of dumbass, I'm not calling people a dumbass. I'm calling their thoughts. <laughs> like The choice to not yeah, 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 water yeah. in Arizona. And wear sandals and jeans. And, and what are you doing? It's Arizona. You know it's hot. You know it's all of these things. Yeah, it's it's really, it's one of the difficult things to understand about hiking here, especially in the state. Yes. So we're reaching the end here. Okay. I want to say thank you so much yeah. for being a part of this. You have been <laughs> completely great and as as you've advertised on your social media, you are someone who is just fun to hang out with and just a fun, like all around person. You have completely made me think like as far as blogging goes, you have the talent, you have the effort, you have the drive. So I have nothing but best wishes for you and for your business and everything. But I would like to ask really quick before Mm -hmm. we jump into, you know, you promoting yourself, Mm -hmm. can you give us a little bit of like, you know, throw something out there goal wise you would love to do, um, either by the end of the year or by mm. next year sometime. That's interesting. Um, my my outlook on Southwest Sampler is changing all the time. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. 
you know? Yeah. So I do have goals in mind. However, I I guess I could say, I kind of said this in the last podcast, I kind of fly by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. So goals will come to me randomly and I'll do them and see how they work. And then if they work, I keep going for it. Okay. So nice. I don't know exactly what I would want right now. Yeah. However, I do know that I'm on the right path. You're playing, for sure. You're playing chess. That's what, yes. that's what you're doing. You're making <laughs> yeah. moves. Okay, I get Definitely. it. Definitely. I get it. Okay. So now is the time for you to let everyone where they can know where they can find you, all of your social media handles. This is your time to m- promote away. Go right ahead. Awesome. So again, my name is Andrea Blake. I am the Southwest Sampler. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, at Southwest Sampler. My website is the Southwest Sampler. Um, and I think that's about it. Yeah. If you guys want to follow me, please do. Absolutely. And everything that I post about is in the Southwest, whether it's restaurants, resorts, hiking, hotels, anything under the sun. Awesome. And ladies and gentlemen, before we go, you can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So everything under social media is Finding Arizona Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Tell us who you want to come in next and let us know what you've been enjoying so far with the podcast. Last but not least, we do have a place for you guys to go get bonus content. Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast, where you can go check out our extra bonus podcast called Fine Examination. 50 questions where we fill up with fun with our guest of the week and Andrea yeah you got it yes (laughs) yes I got it Andrea is going to join us on the next episode so join us over there and I will catch you on the next episode Andrea will you let everyone say will you say goodnight to everyone goodnight everyone yay (laughs) goodnight everybody see you on the next one